Kiss My Girl. Constance Hall, one of the most talked about bloggers in the country. A look out! Opinionated, raw, thought-provoking and never shy to have an opinion. Annalise is her best friend. The yin to her yang. The gale to her Oprah. She's the chic one. Just ask her. A show for queens by queens. No topic is too taboo. A shame-free, judge-free space. Oversharing, commiserating and celebrating. This is the Queen Sesh with Constance Hall and Annalise. Come on, girls. Good morning, Constance, and welcome back from Bali, my friend. Oh, thank you. It's good to be home. Anything hilarious? Have you got some fun tales for us from Bali? Of course I do. I don't know about if many of them are going to be for, for radio, but <laughs> <laughs> there's always fun stories when I go away with my family. Really importantly too, probably the most important thing today, it is my birth week. <laughs> so. It's been birth year, birth month, birth week, birthday, <laughs> the, the birth hour. <laughs> yep, the festival Delice kicks off now. Festival Festalice. It's got a great ring to it. Thank you. And bathroom etiquette in relationships con. This one I can't wait to hear your take on it. Okay, I've got I've I've got a lot to talk about on this one. <laughs> um, and also, Con today is International Pregnancy and Infant Loss Remembrance Day, so we're yep. going to be chatting about that next. This is the Queen Sesh. Today is International Pregnancy and Infant Loss Remembrance Day, so it's where parents and families across Australia honour their babies who passed away from miscarriage, stillbirth, or newborn death. And we have Emma from Bears of Hope to chat to us. Welcome to the. Queen Sesh. Bears of Hope was established about 10 years ago and it's run by bereaved uh, families. Um, the two ladies who started Bears of Hope were our bereaved mum them, mums themselves, as are all of the board members and everyone who volunteers for them. And we offer free support Australia-wide to um, all the hospitals. Uh, we give out uh, packages to the hospitals, which offer, which is a support package, which has a bear in it. So essentially... That bear has a name on it, has been donated by another family in their baby's name. And that is your connection to a whole network of families who understand and who walk in the same shoes as you who get that. We provide education and support to the midwives, the doctors, the social workers at the hospitals. We've got family and friends support. We have free support to anyone who needs it. We do online, face-to-face. We have um, phone counselling. Everything is free of charge. We have um, grief work counselling workshops on weekends and it's all free of charge to the people who reach out and need it. Wow, because the the stats on miscarriage and infant loss, uh, it's a lot more than a lot of people might realise. It It certainly is, yes. um, Well, one in four pregnancies will end in a loss. Uh, Six babies are stillborn every day and a a miscarriage occurs every three and a half minutes, which literally means there are thousands of families requiring support every year. And also with Bears of Hope, our essential thing is acknowledgement. Years and years ago, if someone lost a baby, it never gets spoken about. It's such a taboo subject still. And we are trying to change that and make sure that people can acknowledge their babies freely. I mean, that's mm. uh, I'm a bereaved one myself. So for my baby to be acknowledged means the world to me. We believe that every family has the right to be offered support without judgment. We have equal acceptance of and acknowledgement of every loss. So every loss is just as important. A four week, uh, four week miscarriage versus an infant death, that's still your baby. Yeah. So there's no yeah. there's no um, difference. Um, and we also respect that grief, grief is unique and personal. We Everyone does it their own way and yeah. there's no right or wrong way to grieve. 
And there's um, quite a bit happening today, isn't there? Tell us about some of the events and how we can get involved. Yes, there certainly is. So today we've got is um, Pregnancy and Infant Loss Day. So it's officially recognised in New South Wales, Western Australia and just recently Tasmania, and which is fantastic because this um, it's been overseas for a while, but now to have um, Australia on board is just really good. Bears of Hope have got a remembrance event at Eden Gardens at North Ride this morning at 10am, which people are welcome to attend. We've also got some Choosing Hope events now, the Choosing Hope events are walks um, walks in remembrance of your baby. We do take on-the-day registrations. And if anyone is interested in any of those events, they can go to our website and um, get more details about those events so that they can attend today. Excellent. So that's yeah. bearsofhope.org.au for anyone who um, wants to find you guys. We think that the work that you're doing is amazing and, um, yeah, it's such a beautiful thing to have for the community. So thank you so much and thanks for sharing Thank you so us. much, Emma. Thank you very much. Thanks for giving us the opportunity to um, give our babies a voice. This is the Queen Sesh. Something came up in the office this week and I thought of you um, (laughs) because we were talking about bathroom etiquette in relationships. Yep. Yep. So the question is to wee or not to wee? Or number oh. two, in front of your partner. I find wiping myself <laughs> is quite private. And, <laughs> yes. you know, for someone like me who doesn't have a, much of sense of privacy, that's something that I don't even like my kids. I give my kids their privacy while they're wiping their bums. Yeah. And I don't need to see my husband do that and he doesn't need to see me do that. But weighing in front of everything else is fine. I personally, like, because I've got an ensuite. Mm. Yeah, I know, I'm bragging now. <laughs> That's I can't use it at the moment because I've got a little bit of a flare-up of my ulcerative colitis oh, and it makes no. me really gassy. Oh, no. Yeah, so the gassiness, I just can't, it's... If I'm going to go, I have, there is so much planning involved. If I have to go to the toilet now, mm. I have to turn the TV up really loud. Oh I have to do, go and run the bath. <laughs> <laughs> it's really tragic, but that's just me. Like, I'm sure that, you know, most people are okay with the gassy poos around their partners, but no, yeah. not me. Well, look. Yeah, apart from that, everything. I think everything, you know, bathroom etiquette, it's a personal thing. Like, if you're comfortable, do it. Yeah. I don't I, think many people really get put off by their partner by seeing them on the toilet. No, it's not a, a put off thing, but do you know what I imagine? You know when your kids, like young kids, and they're doing number twos and they ha- get that concerned, strained look on their face when they're going. I don't want to see my husband in a mute, concerned, Normal men face. don't actually have concerned, strained face. I'm telling you this now because we've talked about this before. This is one of Annalise's biggest phobias is somebody straining to poo oh. and making poo sounds. Yeah. And I have never come across anybody pushing out a poo that makes sounds. So... <laughs> It's an, it's an irrational phobia and we're going to work through it. Well, look, we chucked it out on our Facebook page, The Queen Sesh, and we're going to find out if the rest of us agree. Number one's okay, number two's not okay. We'll find out next. This is The Queen Sesh. And before, Annalise, we were talking about bathroom etiquette, my favourite topic. I'd mm. love to know what other people's boundaries with pooing and weeing are. Mm. We have Katie from Brisbane on the line. Look, I think it's fine. I've been with my partner for like... 15 years, mm. I, I, I don't enjoy it because he follows me, but I think it's fine, you know, like when, when they see me spread eagle on a table giving birth and putting on a loo doesn't seem that bad. No, mm. it's not, it doesn't seem bad. So, so number twos, yes. Ones and but twos. I, I'll tell him to bugger off if he follows me. He's a, he's a talker, so he'll, he'll follow me talking <laughs> at totally me. I totally get so. that. I've, I've done that yeah. to my mum since I could walk. Like, I follow her yeah, in the well, toilet. When you come from a big family, the only way you can talk to your parents is while they're on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've got a captive audience. A lot of 
queens on Facebook said that they were fine with it because, you know, they've given birth. But I would love to hear from a bloke. A male's perspective. Mm, and I happen to know of a pretty cool guy <laughs> that goes by the name of Denim that you're uh, intimate with at the moment. <laughs> Denim, welcome to the Queen Sesh for your debut. <laughs> Hi, oh, Denzi. Thank you very much. <laughs> Hello, baby. baby. Baby, we're mm, talking yes. about mm-hmm. couples pooing and weeing in front of each other. Yeah. Oh, okay. And most of the most of the women are saying it's fine. Mm. I've said that I'm not in the position where I particularly feel like taking a crap in front of you. Mm. No. Obviously, if we were to ever have children, I would probably crap myself in front of you. Mm. Yeah, sure. No, I don't have a problem with it myself. But no, would you? Okay, I was going to say, <laughs> do you do you do it in front of Constance? So we don't have well, the door open. Do, okay. I don't think no. it's necessary. To I chat while you're crapping, but while he's weeing, he does. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He kicks me <laughs> yeah. off the toilet to wee on it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I think the general consensus it's pretty split 50 because some most everyone's saying yes to number ones, not everyone's yes to number twos. Yeah. Well, to yeah. be honest, like Connie's very private when it comes to pooing. Yeah. But that's so, because like, I have I a bowel respect- condition. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I yell at the whole so family, re- like leave yeah, me alone. I need to go to the toilet. I love you more every single day, you beautiful thing. Thank you, baby. Thank, right, thank, you, thank you so you much so for much. joining us um, and no our, worries. you know, just solving the world's problems. Of, <laughs> and it's a very highbrow, a highbrow <laughs> episode of the Queen Sesh. As always. <laughs> and oh my God. It's the Queen Sesh. What a day, boo. With Constance Hall, Annalise and Denzi. And Denzi. <laughs> Thanks, girls. This is the Queen Sesh. As you may know, because mm-hmm. Annalise won't let everybody forget, yes. it is her birthday week. Yes. Annalise's birthday is the same day as my twin's birthday, which is ironic considering she asked for that and now I always forget that it's also her birthday. No, you don't. You can't possibly forget. No, I always forget. I'm just too worried about thinking about who I'm going to buy the cake off to think about <laughs> you. <laughs> and do you know, Annalise, my favourite memory of your birthday has to be your oh, 21st. Oh, okay. Which one? Did you I know I was going to say that? Yeah. Okay. Public shame. Okay. Annalise had, Annalise does everything ridiculously. How many engagement parties did you have? Three. Okay. (laughs) And she had two 21sts. Naturally. And the first one was at her parents' house in Swanbourne and she said to me, because we flew over to Perth for it because I'm just that kind of friend. I was Mm. living in Melbourne and I flew to Perth because I couldn't miss her first 21st Mm -hmm. birthday party. And obviously because we've been best friends since we were five, it was my job to say a speech. Mm. So Annalise pulled me aside and she goes, Con, you know, my Baba and Dida. Baba and Dida are going to be there. That's her Croatian grandparents, mm. my parents, my aunties and uncles. Please just don't embarrass me. Mm. And I said, okay, cool. So I didn't. No. I was really good, wasn't I? You were. I said a great speech and I'm really good at speeches and I just, I don't know if I can say this on radio. Some, but just some responsible champagne. Some respond. no, yeah. yeah. So we had some really responsible night and about three a.m. I found her on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> After she told me to go home without her <laughs> and she was wandering around on her own so I scooped her up and took her home. Let's fast forward a week and we're in Melbourne at mm. birthday celebration number two. Mm. Now, I thought I would pay her back for asking me to be subdued for birthday <laughs> celebration number one and I embarrassed the absolute 
out of her. I gave her the worst public trolling that you could ever imagine. Even I cringe. <laughs> like, I've known this woman. She's been my sister wife mm. for 30 years and I know everything there is to know about her and I told everyone her most intimate and hilariously gross moments mm. and even Annalise, who's got the best sense of humour in the world, was really pissed off at me. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it takes a lot to embarrass me. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say the things that I said because I remember them, but I can't because we'll get fired. I'm really glad that I don't remember. <laughs> and do you know what? I'm actually surprised that I even um, gave you a microphone at my wedding mm. after that little incident. I could have won, a, I could have won an Academy Award for that speech at your wedding, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, happy birthday to me. Happy Thanks birthday, Annalise. I'm con. so glad you've given us another reason to celebrate you. Yes, that's, that's what it's about. And also happy birthday to the Twinnies, most importantly. Aww. Um, I love sharing my glory with them and anyone else <laughs> who has a birthday today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Queen. That's my girl. This is the Queen Sesh with Constance Hall and Annalise. Come on, girl. And we're back for a second hour of the sesh con, and you've had an interesting week. <laughs> it's always an interesting week. Why would you laugh? Oh, I was mum shamed, yep. but you know what? I get mum shamed all the time, so it's nothing new for me. But this one, for some reason, has gone really, really viral. Yeah. And um, yeah, let's chat about that. Shock Milk Gate 2.0. Mm-hmm. Look forward to that. And also, con. Tiff yeah. Hall. I know. she's. I, I couldn't believe we got an interview with her. I thought she's the lady of the moment. Mm. And she's coming back because she's such a queen and she must love us. I know. And she's had her little baby Arnie, so we can't wait to chat to her. She is so About beautiful. that. And also get some, you know, more Fitzbo advice, which we clearly need. Yeah, I've fallen off the bandwagon. I want her advice about when you've fallen off the wagon. Yes, let's How to get absolutely back on. find yes. out about that because I have too. <laughs> this is the Queen Sesh. We're so excited because we have the author and trainer, founder of TIFF XO Wellness Program. Welcome back to the Queen Sesh, TIFF Hall. Hi. Hi. So huge congratulations on the birth of Arnie. Arnie's beautiful. Oh. He's so beautiful. I love it. I love being a mum. Why did I wait so long? Uh, You're my new mum inspo. Your Facebook is just so full of love and happiness. Oh, thank you. Well, it's hard to. Yeah, I just love it. And he's so beautiful and snuggly. And I just take in my time in this newborn bubble because it's going fast. He's a month old today. So I'm just. Wow. It's flying. Are you getting any Mm -hmm. sleep? Um, no, not really. He's got a bit of <laughs> reflux and, Aww. you know, every mum out there would say, hey, you know, we've been on the reflux train and yeah. it's just, yeah, he's uncomfortable, a bit of yeah. heartburn and, it's but that's all right. Thing. We're, I've had a yeah, we're feeling, oh, yeah. it's so hard. Everything's so like hard. propped up and on an angle. I can, I can, pe- I had twins. One was perfect, no reflux. One had really bad reflux. Oh. And the amount of sleep you get compared in comparison to one baby compared to the other, it's unbelievable. So when really? any mum comes up to you and goes, oh, I don't know why you think it's so hard. My baby sleeps and nah, 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 nah. just remember yeah. <laughs> that some babies do sleep and other babies have reflux. It's just like that's it. That's it. Mm. And I'm just accepting of it. And you know, we're we're doing everything we can. But yeah. um, he's a little joy, and you know, there's heaps of challenges being a parent for the first time. And you know, um, we're just taking it as it comes, and yeah, loving it. Oh, cute. 
I and love it. It was actually it was two months ago that we chatted to you last, and yeah. that's when you were saying, "Yep, yeah, I'm just not, I'm not going to bow down to the pressure of that bounce back body photo shoot." Yeah. And we said, "Absolutely, share the real post body picture," and you did it on your Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, I did. Thanks, guys. Thank glorious. you so much for your support. And we I shared like, it. Should I? Should I? I wasn't sure. And then nah, I thought, you know amazing. what? I I thought my husband thinks I'm sexy. I think I've got these big boobs for the first time in my life, and you know, <laughs> and you've got it's great. Just about that body. Oh no, thank you. But I just thought it it looks glorious because it's yeah, it's, it's, it's function to yeah, yeah to, to give birth. And I thought giving birth was so cool. And um, did you? But, yeah, that's may- maybe cool. that's because like you're fit. Because not- everybody told me the reason I struggle so much because I'm so unfit. And so <laughs> no. maybe you enjoyed it because you are fit. Maybe I the, didn't enjoy it. I, okay. I no, I, I wouldn't say the word enjoy. It was tough, painful. It was an agony I didn't even know existed. Yeah. But it was afterwards, like now looking back, I did enjoy it. I, I realised in that it was so exciting. And it's so exciting, surprising. isn't it? It's so exciting. Yes, it's so exciting. I reckon you get addicted and you just, to that excitement. I reckon, I reckon I am now because I was like, uh, even though it was so tough in the moment, you do, you go places you never thought that you could even go in terms of pain and, and just yeah. like, I was, I'll tell you a story, my water's broken, I was like, ooh, it, it's sort of like running down my socks and I was mm. changing my oh. socks, I was trying to stay really sort of, you know, um, polite and you know, not have the, a gown on and like I was, I had a nice <laughs> nightie on and everything. And then it, like 40 minutes later, I was totally naked. There was blood everywhere. I was just like, stop it. I was saying to Ed, don't let them see my bum. You know, I'm really embarrassed. And then my legs are up in faucets and I couldn't have cared less. And it was yeah. anything but pretty and dainty and all the rest of it. And you just go to this like animalistic place where yeah. it's sort yeah. of so challenging. It's cool. Like, yes. yeah, I like it. Yeah. It's so funny. Isn't it at the beginning? You're all like, no, I don't think anyone will see my bum, and I'm gonna yeah. have this, this baby lady lying. Heaps of people in the room. There was heaps of people watching, and it's like full on. But you know, you just don't care in the moment. As soon as no. that baby lands on your chest, it's just heaven. Oh, it's so heaven. I just wanted to share. I don't want to bounce back. I want to take my time, and I, you know, I want to be active and fit. Eventually, I'll get back there, but. I just have no countdown clock above my head. It's just all about Arnold and, you know, getting to know him and, you know, loving him to pieces. And also he'll feel it that you're his priority and it's so nice for them to just, you know, when I was the same when I had the twins, but other babies I was all like, bounce back, quick, get your body back because yeah. so I was stress head. And then when yeah. I had the twins, I was like, I can't get my body back. I'm never going to get it back. I just, <laughs> I'm just going to, and I'd had no time. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to lie on the, on the floor yeah. with you guys for the next four <laughs> how hours. How would you have any time with twins? I don't know how no, you, you did don't. It's Honestly. ridiculous, but you end oh. up just blowing raspberries on their tummies for hours on end yeah. and loving it. It's so and nice, that's fine. you know. Yeah, that's yeah. it. There is no, there is no rush. And um, Arnold and I take a walk every day just to get some fresh air. And I'm yeah. working from home still, so it's just sort of like get out of the house, you know. And we're just yeah. taking it really slow. But the walk isn't about exercise. It's sort of about look at the birds, Arnold. Like feel the oh. wind on your face, mm. you know, for the first yeah. time. And it's just so lovely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and getting outdoors with a newborn as well, you, you need it more than, and they need it. It's just, it's for <laughs> your mental health, crazy. isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's mm. sort of nursery into the laundry, into the kitchen. It's very monotonous, you know. Yeah, so absolutely. And on. that's when you start the walls closing in. Um, it's a really good time yeah. of the year to have baby as well. I always feel for women who have babies in the middle of winter and it's really yeah. rainy and 
and yeah, you're yeah. right. It is working for me. Yeah, working, totally. So time that Sun's right. coming out just as you're ready to come out. Amazing. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Now, Tiff, we do like to finish the show each week on Queen Vice and mm-hmm. we're hoping that you can help us out because absolutely. I don't know if you know, but there is a wedding coming up among <laughs> us. Constance, mm-hmm. we're in There's we're a wedding coming up. Less than I, three months now. Less than three months oh, so and I have... It's not because I've fallen right off the wagon, Tiff, mm. since our last chat. Oh, talk to me. Mm. Talk I don't know to how to get what, back on. Every day, I wa- every night I go to bed and I say to myself, tomorrow I'm not eating carbs and I'm going to get back on the wagon. Because after our last chat, you really inspired me when you said to me. You were like, doing so well. I know. So and you were like, it's all about what you eat. Mm. And I felt really good about it. Yes. I was being really strict with what I was eating. And then, like, I don't, do you know what happened? I got sick. I got the flu. Yes. And I just felt like I needed to eat and eat and eat because mm. I was feeling so miserable and it made me feel better. Mm-hmm. And then I'm an emotional eater and then I went on a holiday (laughs) and everyone was eating so I was just like oh no bugger it when I get home I'll get off the I'll get back in the wagon now I've been home for a week and I'm still not back in the wagon and I don't know what to do about it okay are you still exercising no, I never exercised. <laughs> oh, so, oh, okay. So yes, just the, the food. The wagon's okay, so the gone out of the distance. It's mm-hmm. like a tiny ant in the sunset now. Oh, How do you oh, get yeah, the motivation okay. back? That's it, isn't it? <sighs> Look, it is. And you just have to take it one meal at a time. Like mm-hmm. thinking in kilos or big, massive life overhauls, it's just too much. Like okay. break it down to breakfast, like your breakfast tomorrow. Like, you know, if you can have a couple of boiled eggs and a piece of fruit or mm-hmm. an egg white omelette or, um, you know, a healthy piece of toast with some avocado, like just break it down to each meal. And I okay. use a trick called the three-hour rule where yes. every three hours I pretend in my head it's a bit mental that it's a fresh day, right? Okay, so I love if that I idea. Have, right? You're not writing so, off a day and just eating shit all day. Exactly. <laughs> so, for example, the other day I was crazy up all night and then for breakfast I had a gingerbread mat, right? And I was like, oh, that's not healthy. That's not what I wanted to do because I had boiled eggs and I had set a breakfast. I did like overnight oats and everything, but mm-hmm. I ate the gingerbread man. So then I said to myself, three-hour reset rule. In three hours' time, it was healthy lunchtime, new fresh day, la, la, it's all good. And I start again. And it just stops you from um, throwing a whole day away and then a whole week away and then yes. you haven't restarted. Yeah, okay. Does that make cool sense? Because you know, you know a healthy food, you know a healthy salad, you know blah, blah, yeah. blah. You yeah. know what to do. Everyone really knows what to do. When they come to me, they're like, how do I lose weight? I'm like, look, you know a healthy option, but it's the psychological thing. It's mental. It's the mind gym, you know? Yes. So try yes. the three-hour rule. The three and do you know what I always feel like? Dinner's the most important meal for me to be good on mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. just the way my body is. If I eat a big dinner, I gain weight. And so if uh-huh. I've done something shitty That's in the smart. morning, so. Mm-hmm. If I've done something bad in the morning, then <laughs> I will always do something bad at night because that's just the way my brain works. It goes, well, you're a fatty now, so this is the way you eat. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> you know, my brain's oh, horrible honey, to me. No, don't say that to yourself. Don't be <laughs> mean to yourself. You have to, you have it's, to be it's kind actually to yourself. Being, no, that is me being kind to myself because it's letting myself eat whatever I want to yeah. eat. Yeah. I've got to be meaner. <laughs> I think I think honestly, like having a time that you close the kitchen in your head is good too. Yeah. So like yeah. not eating after eight thirty. Um, oh, I never lots eat after eight thirty. Yeah, yeah. You I, know, like I need water. Like that's another thing in front I need. Of TV. Yeah, look, water. As much as it's great for your skin and hydration or all the rest of it, mm. a lot of people don't realize that the sensation in your body for hunger and thirst 
feels the same. So if you're feeling snacky and hungry and sometimes emotional hunger, it's not actually hunger you're feeling, it's thirst. So if you drink for like two minutes, just guzzle water, let it sit for 15 minutes, you'll feel the sensation disappear. Okay, if it's hunger, mm, if you feel, mm. you know, thirsty, then, you know, it's water. So mm. that's how you can test it. And also water is a great appetite suppressant. People don't realize that. So you mm. drink lots of water and you stay hydrated, you will suppress your appetite. Do you know if what you I've hydrated, noticed? you'll be hungry. Mm. Mm. I've noticed that like last night I made really yummy lamb shanks to you, Tiff. You would have loved it. Oh, and I would have loved that. <laughs> yeah. And I made, oh. put myself a bowl of it, right? And which was mm. a, a normal size bowl, like enough to fill me up. But straight away after I finished, I decided to finish Snow, my little girls, because mm-hmm. she didn't like it so much. But if I had waited like half an hour, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mm-hmm. have felt like eating, the, eating more. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I eat too That's much. exactly it. In the moment, yep. and then after like 20 minutes later, I'm like, oh, what have I done? I couldn't even possibly and think about eating anymore. That's just you. You just have to, you have to just not eat anymore. Just eat your bowl yeah. and then look at the clock and say, give yourself 20 minutes because think about the food going into your system. It takes 20 minutes for the food to get to your stomach, for the hormone to be released, to get back up to your brain and that hormone to alert your brain that you're full. So, Mm. you know, it's, it's girl and leptin hormones and you have to, you have to wait for them to kick in. And a lot Mm. of people keep eating in that 20 minutes and then their stomach extends and, you know, you feel bloated and then Mm. you feel yuck and then it can affect your psychology as well. Once you feel that full, you know, it fully affects my, psychology when I'm lying in bed yes. thinking about my wedding dress I start to really yes. feel like really disappointed in myself like I wouldn't say I hate yeah. myself but I'm like why would you do that when you're just going to be this yeah. like ball of like red sweatiness walking down the aisle <laughs> no you are going down the to, aisle. you're Rolling. going to be amazing <laughs> on your wedding day you are how long you've got three months yeah, yeah I've got three months three months that's so much time. Right. That's okay, so much time. You, you oh. look fantastic now. And three months' time, you'll look great. And look, I can give you all the support in the world. You got oh, my number. There's Tiffo there. I'll hook you up. Like, whatever you want, okay? Oh, I so, love you, Tim. And we can, we can yeah. join the TIFXO program, can't we, anytime? TIFXO.com. Yeah, yeah, so you're still running it even though you're matern- you know, on maternity leave? I, have, I am running it. I, I yep. got back to TIFXO 10 days after Arnold, Arnold was born. But, Fabulous. I mean, when I'm saying oh, super, I'm back at work, I'm... I'm working from home. I'm popping into the community with videos, motivating my my members. But um, you know, I'm not filming workouts or working, working. I'm just supporting yeah. yep. people, which is yep. something I love. You know, and I love that. And I love that anyone who's like recently had a baby would feel, yeah. you know, they wouldn't feel so intimidated to join your your. Um, yeah, we've got heaps because, of mums, and yeah. we've got heaps of um, breastfeeding mums, and we've got a breastfeeding sort of menu plan and all of that. So we really awesome. try and support the mums out there. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. awesome because we need the support, really, we do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chief Hall, thank oh. you so much for joining us Absolute again. Pleasure. and We really appreciate it. And we wish you thank the you. most beautiful time with Arnie. He's just heaven. Oh. Thanks, guys, and good luck with the three-hour rule. Try it. Yes, three-hour rule. And I'll let you know, okay? I'll Facebook you. Okay, you tell me. You tell me. All right. Thanks, Chief. Bye, gorgeous. This is the Queen Sesh. And, Con, I can't believe... It's been so long since we have talked about reality television. I know, right? I have been living in this blissful bubble, not knowing that it existed. (laughs) And you haven't hassled me to watch anything for so long. I think if you watched it, I think you would love it. And that is Sophie Monk on The Bachelorette. Don't get me wrong. I love Sophie Monk. 
She's I hilarious. love her. She's the best. She mm. is the best. And I should watch it. The Bachelorette annoys me so much because I think about how all the blokes become mates mm. and on The Bachelor all the girls hate each other. Yeah. And so it just like really annoys me because I think about, about I sit there the whole time thinking about what's wrong with this world and with society and why women are always pinned against each other and made to be bitchy and mm. made to hate each other and men are just blokey larrikins. Yeah. And so I can't watch it because it drains me. Yeah, but it's she's so funny. She's just hilarious. You would just Is love she? watching. Oh, she's so funny. She's Maybe amazing. if I just watch the Herbits. Yeah, although there is one character, I should say character, a person who has emerged. <laughs> My mate. Who is literally the best thing that's ever happened to the franchise. Oh, my God, who? Jared. Now, okay. if you are watching it, you, you'll all be laughing. If, Con, you haven't seen it. So Jared is, he reminds me of, you know, that character, um, you know, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. He is, has been pinned as the stage five clinger stalker. <laughs> Oh, no, poor love. He literally gave her a love fern. And he I've also had a love fern before. But it was seeds. <laughs> so he gave her a pot with seeds and he gave himself a pot with seeds and it was like them growing something together. <laughs> <laughs> and get this, there was some sabotage and oh, he's I love never grew. No, no, God, you've got to watch it. I don't think you love Why him. Why didn't it grow? <laughs> I think some of the guys kind of uh, found out about the love fern and, of course, can you imagine a group of uh, blokes in a house with nothing they to do? In it. That is definitely the highlight for me. Oh. And I, I reckon watch it is for it Jared cute, and watch it. the clinger? I was a stage no. five clinger when I was single. I know. Let's ask Denim, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll tell you. Everybody thinks he chased me. No. <laughs> I think, yeah, you and Jared, you might relate to Jared. Yeah, I yeah. love him already. I'm feeling bad for him and his love fern. <laughs> I just love it. You're not so my humour. I thought you were going to finish this segment with, and now he's in for a chat no, with us. No, I wish. <laughs> I, don't think, I, I couldn't do it, seriously. <laughs> oh, next con. I can't wait to hear about your global mum shaming. <laughs> It's, a, it's, a, it's an exclusive, world exclusive. You a world exclusive, it actually is. <laughs> this is the Queen Sesh. Annalise, the reason I call this mum shaming saga a world exclusive is because I've spent my week vetting requests for television <laughs> interviews. I mean, I'm talking England, America. And, you know, it's been very hard for me because cracking America is not easy when you're like tattooed up mother of four million that swears mm, a lot. Yeah. So I, part of me really wanted to go, okay, I'll go live on TV in America. This morning, but no, for the sake of the Queen Sesh, I've kept my mouth shut. Mum shaming saga. Yep. I put up a photo <laughs> on Sunday <laughs> last week of my of Snow coming shopping with me, and mm-hmm. the caption was, "Guys, I'm going to the I'm going to Woolies. I've got a huge shop to do. Just got back from Bali. I've got a huge shop to do. Mm-hmm. So no one, none of you are coming." And then I put underneath Snow in abbreviated commas, cool story, because she was there with me. Because we all know Snow's yeah. my stage five clinger. Yeah, and she's hilarious. And, yeah. and she's, yeah, she's always there. And mm. it was cute and funny, but the shopping trolley was so full. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was just, like, hilarious. I had no idea that people were going to be zooming in on the contents <laughs> of my shopping trolley and full-blown judging me. Now, I blame the two-minute noodles, okay? Because... <laughs> 
Because every now and then I stock up on a big, a couple of big packets of two-minute noodles just so that, you know, when you're at home and everybody's, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, and you just can't be bothered going and getting them anything or making them, you say, go on and get some two-minute noodles, make it yourself. Mm. So that is what I did. I'd stocked up on that, and that was on the very top. But I did have fruit and vegetables on the bottom. You just literally could not see them. Like, I will send you the receipt. I don't know, I think I've got it anymore. But mm. I honestly, like, and the woman, so then I went back to Woolies the next day, and the woman that served me was like, oh, my God. Tracy, if you're listening, I love you. She's my checkout chick. And and she was furious because people are writing, you know, don't blame me when your kid gets, kids get heart disease. Oh, my and, goodness. Oh, it didn't stop there. When I started, and I deleted all the comments, they started messaging me <gasps> and saying, like, fame's gone to your head oh. and your kids are going to die young. <laughs> what? What? What fame? I'm at friggin' Woolies, you mom. Because of two-minute noodles. I know, right? And there was yogurt and there was Earl Grey tea and oh. there was, I, I can't even think, cheese, butter. Like, it wasn't that bad. It was literally not that bad. Bad. It's not like I'd bought Tim Tams and CCs and you know, like all the things that I wanted to buy. So yeah, like it. And there was only really one culprit. She was just coming back for more under everyone's comments about really? my children's health. Yeah. But then when I blocked her, what really annoyed me was that a lot of her comments had a hell of a lot of likes. So there were a lot of people that were secretly like, "Yeah, I'm glad you said something about that because." Then, and then everyone was furious about my squashed bread at the bottom. Obviously, I'm a terrible mum, woman, human. Wife, <laughs> but I never pretended not to be. Oh, Con, you're a great mum. Two minute thanks. noodles and all. Wife I love and you, human. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Everything. Mate. You're I fine. You. I love you too. <laughs> um, but you know what? Maybe next you could chat to Tiff Hall and get some inspirational <laughs> nutritional advice because she's going to be giving us some Queen advice next, which we clearly need. Oh, can't wait. Oh. This is the Queen Sesh. And we do like to finish the show with Queen Vice. And this one we really need, Con, because we have kept Tiff Hall around. She's the author and trainer. (laughs) (laughs) She's the the um the founder of the Tiff XO Wellness Program. I don't know if you know, but there is a wedding coming up among us. (laughs) Constance. Mm. We're in There's a wedding coming up. Less than three months now. Less than three months and I have it's not because I've fallen right off the wagon, Tiff, mm. since our last chat. Oh, talk to me. Mm. Talk to me. I don't know how to get back on. Every, day I wa- every night I go to bed and I say to myself, tomorrow I'm not eating carbs and I'm going to get back on the wagon. Because after our last chat, you really inspired me when you said to me. You were like, doing so well. I know. So and you were like, it's all about what you eat. Mm. And I felt really good about it. Yes. I was being really strict with what I was eating. I got the flu yes. and I just felt like I needed to eat and eat and eat because mm. I was feeling so miserable and it made me feel better. Mm-hmm. And then I'm an emotional eater. And then I went on a holiday <laughs> and. Everyone was yep. eating, so I was just like, "Oh no, bugger it! When I get home, I'll get off the, I'll get back on the wagon." Now I've been home for a week, and I'm still not back on the wagon, and I don't know what to do about it. Okay, are you still exercising? No, I never exercised. <laughs> oh, so oh, okay, so yes, just the, the food. The wagon's okay, the so food. gone out of the distance; it's mm-hmm. like a tiny ant in the sunset now. Oh, how do you oh, get yeah, the motivation okay. back? That's it, isn't it? You just have to take it one meal at a time, like mm-hmm. thinking in kilos or big, massive life overhauls. It's just too much. Like okay. break it down to breakfast, like your breakfast tomorrow. Like you know, if you can have a couple of boiled eggs and a piece of fruit, or mm-hmm. an egg white omelette or, um, you know, a healthy piece of toast with some avocado. Like, just break it down to each meal. 
And I use a trick called the three-hour rule where every three hours I pretend in my head, it's a bit mental, that it's a fresh day. Right. Okay. So I love if I that have, idea. Right? You're not riding so, off a day and just eating shit all day. Exactly. <laughs> so, for example, the other day I was crazy up all night and then for breakfast I had a gingerbread man, right? And I was like, oh, that's not healthy. That's not what I wanted to do because I had boiled eggs and I had set a breakfast. I did like overnight oats and everything, but mm. I ate the gingerbread man. So then I said to myself, three-hour reset rule. In three hours' time, it was healthy lunchtime, new fresh day, la la, it's all good, and I start again. And it just stops you from um, throwing a whole day away and then a whole week away, and then yes. you, you haven't restarted. Yeah, okay. Does that make cool sense? Because you know, that. you know, a healthy food, you know, a healthy salad, you know, blah blah yeah. blah. You yeah. know what to do. Everyone really knows what to do when they come to me. They're like, "How do I lose weight?" I'm like, "Look, you know, a healthy option, but it's the psychological thing. It's mental. It's the mind gym. You know. Yes. So try yes. the three hour rule. And that's us for another week. Uh, please reach out to us anytime on our Facebook page, and also you can grab the Catch Up podcast now. Just download the Hit Network app. But that's Thank it from us. Thank you so us. much for listening. Have a great week. Have a lovely day. This is the Queen Sesh.